Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of are you you living area what's happened to office but can, can i just say this Silo? can i just say this you can see arsenal doing well because he's the only one on form here he's coming in saying that the cook 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 <laughs> i mean you just you just bummed that on his he's like houdini at man united i don't know what's going on there no, i'm bummed anyway. that, i'm bummed that el sakiko uh, on the weekend resulted in uh, Nuno going because obviously uh, whoever lost the game was getting the sack and obviously Nuno got the sack so El Sakiko yeah. was real <laughs> it and was, they took the best was. available coach <laughs> exactly they took the best available yeah. coach that was the unexpected part I must be which honest is I mad- not... which is madness which is madness yeah, um, I would not have seen that coming acted so quickly guys which is which is impressive uh, Daniel Levy you know is a shrewd businessman 18 uh, month contract as well just to show uh, no pay or outs type of thing, trying to save himself. You know, what I mean, I think there's obviously money's that he's uh, had to pay to Nuno, and uh, okay, Mourinho's yeah. money's didn't, um, were dependent on positioning and whatever. But yeah, but the Nuno thing, had they stuck with him and he didn't finish in the top four, they could have fired him and he wouldn't have been compensated. I think now that they fired him, they've had to pay him five million pounds. But oh. yeah, then again, now we're going to be getting into that, but. For everyone watching us, we do have Wonga Denga in the top left-hand side, or left-hand side of my screen anyway, and he's he's pretty happy because he's, he's an Arsenal guy. Then we've got, uh, and they, they're doing all right now. And we might, we're going to be asking the question, you know, are Arsenal trusting the process? It seems to be paying off for them. Is it being paid off? Um, we've obviously got Celo super disappointed that Ali seems to be a mastermind of escaping. And obviously, not, not one, but two. It's a two-for-one sort of special. Gets a manager sacked and then gets the replacements lined up for him to get another job. So well played there, Oli. And then obviously, Matingu, a lot happened from your side. So we've got a lot to talk about this evening. Indeed. Yeah, we've got it's lots been, and lots and lots. It's, mm. it's been a few days. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, Matt. Don't worry, Matt. Uh, good times are coming back to, 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 to Tottenham Stadium. Well, I, I mean... Uh, not without sacrifice... Yeah, it's been. I mean, look, it's if you if you told me a few days ago I'd be sitting here chatting to you lot, ha- having Spurs Spurs having just announced Conte, I would not have believed you. Um, even yesterday, I was talking to a lot of people about it, and I was like, look, I'll believe it when it's when it's real and it's there. And then I don't even think he believed it. Did you see that picture of him holding the Spurs shirt? Like he didn't expect <laughs> to be holding that. He was. Yeah, he's he like, what's this? <laughs> what have I just done? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, potentially very very exciting development. Um, obviously, officially announced today. Uh, rumors were flying from from basically from from Monday, um, when when the announcement was made about Nuno. Um, it, when they first announced Conte as the the the, the leading, decision, I think obviously after the last managerial search, I wasn't expecting. Certainly, wasn't expecting to be this quick. I think to a degree, uh, Daniel Levy has been feeling the the reputational hit. You know, he was always this wheeler dealer, always seen as a very shrewd businessman, always kind of um, pulling rabbits out of hats and stuff. Um, and then you look at the the managerial search, you look at some of our business dealings since basically everything that's happened since Poch left. Um, I think there were people asking question marks about Levy and I think he definitely wanted this to go smoothly and well. Um, Paratici obviously did his job. They've got that relation, existing relationship from the time at Juventus together, him and Conte. Uh, and... So from what I understand, they were very close to a deal in the summer. 
And the things that stopped them from getting over the line were the things that got ironed out very quickly now. So um, the four or five signings that he said he wants, I don't know whether all of those are in January or if it's over January and, and, and the summer. Um, yeah. But obviously he's kind of, he wants quite a lot of control with regards to recruitment and squad development, um, which had been a sticking point. Who knows why, why you wouldn't want to give someone like Conte control of your squad anyway. He's a proven winner. He's got a lot of class. Um, proven winner in the Premier League as well. So, um, you know, there's obviously there's, I've read some stuff people saying he, he might not be a great long-term option or, you know, he's maybe not the, the as yeah. quite as world-class as someone like Pep or Klopp. To be honest, he's far better than I thought we would have gotten. So I'm, I'm very, very pleased to have Conte in. I am sad for Nuno. I did like him. I've spoken on with you lot about it, about I really liked him. I think he was just a really nice guy. Um, mm. Very down to earth, very very clear about what he expects from the squad from a kind of togetherness and relationship perspective. And it is a shame that a nice guy like him loses out. Um, that so, said, it was very clear this weekend that tactically... What's happening with... What, what, are you okay there, but... I have no idea what I'm going yeah, you're still here, so it's uh, even your yeah. off internet's not bad, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, the interesting thing about Nuno Matt is that when you compare him to or compare his first couple of games in comparison to Pochettino, he's actually got the better record, I think, by one or two points. The difference being the stats behind it, and obviously, in terms mm. of the expected goal or shot to goal ratio has been very poor, the amount of things going forward. So it was interesting yeah. that they ended up going with a, you could argue, a downgraded version of a Mourinho. Oh. And you could also argue one of the reasons Mourinho left in the first place was because he didn't have control over the squad that he wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, there were players that he was trying to get out. And I think Daniel Levy sees the player as an asset and you don't mess with these assets. You know, you don't mess with any of these guys' assets. And I think maybe that's the thing. And Conte, could we not argue that Conte is what Mourinho was a couple of years ago, going to a club saying, cool, I can manage. I need this, 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 this. Yeah, I think we need to. It's a there's a proven track record um, that Conte does have. Yeah. I mean, I think you know he's won um, league titles at every club he's been at. Um, uh, obviously, the, the the first couple of years he was at, at smaller clubs uh, when he started managing at the age of 37, but he got to uh, Juve at the age of 41 and he won three um, Serie A titles in a row, um, convincingly so uh, with with your. Um, with Arturo Vidal's and your Pogba's in the midfield. And then he came mm -hmm. to Chelsea, um, where Pep was the, the manager of, of, of City, and he broke that up and, 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 he, and he got the, the, the Premier League title. So I think we need definitely to give his uh, dues. Um, he's won a Premier League, or he's won a league title more recently than Jose Mourinho has. Uh, Mourinho yeah. um, has fallen by the wayside a bit, uh, if we're being, if we're yeah. being brutally honest. Uh, but mm -hmm. Conte is still like, you know, one of the, I would say, um, top five managers definitely in in Europe uh, because of what he's done. He he won he won Serie A with Inter Milan. You know what I mean? I think um, yeah. yeah. You know you know you know after 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 Juve's dominance, he broke Juve's dominance um, in Serie A. You know we we might say that Juve was on the decline, but still at the end of the day, mm. Sari even Sari won uh, Serie A with Juve. You know what I mean? So that 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 shows that Juve's ten-year dominance of of Serie A was broken by 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 Conte. So we need to give his uh, his dues and his respects that 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 he's actually a, a formidable manager. It's an interesting uh, marriage with 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 Tottenham because if we're all being honest, guys, Spurs haven't won a Premier League since you know we we can combine 
my age and, and Matt's age, and we still probably won't get to win when 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 one or two. You know, we might might you know we we need to we need to bring in games. Uh, we, we, we we need to it's games. over seventy years. It's, it's over seventy years. It's over seventy years since they won a league title. So no, so, no, uh, it's not that. Business sixty something, right? Sixty something years. Yeah, it's 60, 60, 61 years since sixty one years. First okay. one is sixty one. Okay, yeah, sixty-one yeah. years. Sixty-one years since they won a title, which is long ago, guys. Very long ago. It is. Um, it Chelsea is. took fifty years. Chelsea took fifty years to win a league title. So let's see what happens. But I think you need to back your manager. If you back your manager, we you guys can dream in three years' time, maybe. Yeah. Look, I think you know the the, the classic mistake is to to get ahead of ourselves. Um, Conte is a proven manager. We're not a proven side. Um, so there's, there's, he, he will come there with class. He'll come there with a clear, a clear direction in mind. Um, we, we certainly don't have the squad that should win the Premier League. I think we've got a squad that could compete for top four um, in a very yeah. competitive top four. No guarantees, but um, I think if, if he does get, if, he, if we back him, like we should have backed Poch, to be honest, which we didn't do, um, then he could, he sure. could do really well. Um, I think I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, that the, the change will be will be interesting, and I think you know the the secretly funny bit about it is that obviously um, Ole looks safer now than he's really looked for quite a while because um, Conte was kind of touted as the potential replacement, and now yeah, yeah. now it's sort of like what, who are they going to turn to if they do get rid of him? Um, plus, we know the way United works; he's had a solid win against a a so called top four competitor, so he's safe for at least two more games now. Um, so he'll it's it's and then we're going to start getting into the Christmas season and stuff and you know yeah. they're not going to change mid in the middle of December so he's probably going to be around until January February January he'll be he'll be back to to do some recruitment so I mean he'll he'll I'm telling you Ole's going to dance on all our graves he's never going anywhere no definitely, <laughs> definitely. I think you know guys that guy's got so many lives you know what I mean I think the indecision within the board helped him mm. out. You know what I mean? Because um, there were people who had reservations about uh, about Conte and there were people who were backing Conte. You know what I mean? So, And also our mm. board doesn't like to deal with managers that, that, that have a voice. You know what I mean? Ole is a very soft-spoken person. Doesn't speak out against the board. Doesn't speak out against getting certain players. He will say, for instance, you know, we want a couple more players in the transfer market. But he'll never say that I want X, I wanted X, Y, and Z, and I didn't get them. Or you'll say, I'm happy with my squad. You know, we'll see what we can do still in the transfer uh, window. Well, we can get one or two more players, and we'll see. But I'm happy with my squad. You know, whereas someone will say, I want a centre-back, or I want a striker. You know, those guys say it, you know, but then they put pressure on But he on got it. He did also get it, though, as much as he was soft-spoken. I mean, he's not using them, but he got Sancho, he got Varane. Got Ronaldo. I mean, no, ask no. any other manager; they'd happily swap their transfer, except maybe Chelsea. I think there's a yeah. few ma- few managers who would swap their summer transfer dealings with Ole. The fact that exactly. he hasn't utilised them. I mean, he's got Donny Van der Beek, who is still, let's not forget, a professional footballer. Um, you know, th- there's, 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 there's. I think that you know, the, the, for all the talk of him being a yes man, he's probably the bo- the most backed United manager for a good probably since Moyes. No, definitely, he's, he's he's been backed. You know, I think I think, but also, um, <laughs> you know, the the previous. Also, the hang, previous on, the, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just shout out to Pums uh, is with us, Aquila's with us, and Jason with us. Obviously, we have got some interesting opposing views here this evening. Silo, you can continue with what we're saying here. I know the whole Ali thing, more lives than a cat. I love that comment by Akil. but 
at the end of the day, there's a couple of things to look at. Ollie's going to go on, like Matt said. He's going to go on. There's going to be turbulence. I wonder if they get a hiding against Man City, how much that will change things. Because they've come out saying, you know, the week before was the hardest week they've had as a club and now they've pulled together. But I think the other thing that we need to consider, yeah, just bring, bring it back to the Spurs conversation before we move on from all of this. The Conte scenario, it is a short-term contract. He's asked for these players. Realistically, for the value of money and the players that he wants to get, what is the turnaround time should, should we expect from a manager like this? We know realistically it was only ever going to last two seasons. Even if he took a Man United job, Settle's spoken about this in the past. He's going to come in, it's going to be two good years, possibly win something, and he would leave. At Spurs right now, if he gets the players that he wants, and again, this is very, like, what kind of players is realistically going to get for good, good value for money? That, that's the other thing that we're going to ask here. But he gets the players. There's no ways he, he rejuvenates the squad, in my opinion, or does he? Um, looking at, I mean, look, I think, I think he will, if he does it, I think the only question will be, will he be able to win something, you know, with them? I think he'll do well with them, um, uh, regardless. I mean, especially, I mean, the way he works. 18 like months, said, yeah? He's got a, he he's got a, he's got a, at Inter Milan, you know, he did it in, he, he, he went second, the next year he, he won. And, 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 I mean, if you looked at what he was, I mean, it's not easy for a team to continue what they were doing. Um, the year before, but as soon as the, if you look at Inter Milan's progress, the second year they hit, you know, they hit that, uh, they, they hit the track running, and they obviously they went on to win the league. And I think yeah, in this one, it's with this one the danger. I, I hear you, yeah. but he got a lot of, he changed a lot of players. Um, he, he bought yeah. the right players as well. He, he looked at it. You can see that whatever they did, they 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 were very they were very smart in the players that they bought. And I think come this time at. Uh, you caught at uh, sorry at Tottenham. It, they're going to do the same thing. We'll have to just wait until the transfers. Because I hear people talking about uh, Conte's next games, um, him having making it must win. But I think the first thing Conte is going to do when he gets out there and speaks for those people is going to say that I mean these guys mustn't. He's going to definitely put down the expectations because people are expecting to win. I mean the, the next two few games. Exactly. I, I don't think it's going to happen like that. But this well, is what I'm saying. It's not going to be different to Mourinho. But the difference now is everyone's going to say. You know, his recent track record, so they're going to listen to him. And he's going to tell Daniel Levy, because now Levy is pretty much, he's got him by the balls, Conte. So if yeah. Conte is going to say he doesn't want Deli Ali, he doesn't want Ndombele, what's Daniel Levy going to say? Listen. He's going to say, well, he's going to have to get rid of him. Yeah. I, I think, have, I have, I have issues. Yeah, look, I think that the squad has been needing a bit of a shake-up. You know, you look at mm. some of the performances. I don't think it's necessarily to the extent of getting rid of people. I think there's a case of we need to rejig a system that takes advantage of the players we've got. Yeah. Players like Deli Ali, players like, to a certain extent, even Lucas Moura isn't being utilised in a way that was his, that's most effective. Um, I'd really like to see Harry Winks get more game time. I think he's a really important midfielder for us when he's doing that connection work between the shield and, and the front three. And I think in that sense, I think it'll be more exciting to watch Spurs. I think we've got it. We haven't had a shot on target for something like two and a half hours of football. Which is yeah, that's, um, that's a bit that's a bit of a, a shocker, man. But I think and, and for a side like Spurs, that's not good. We we've always played on the front foot to our detriment. Don't get me wrong. We don't. It's not like we're we're, we're tight at the back, but we you expect to watch us go for goals. And I think if we can if we can just enjoy watching the football again, that would be great. Um, the talk about I, I think Jason mm. mentioned it. There's people saying potentially top four contenders, potentially with a a, a decent cup run. I think that makes a lot of sense as a, as an ambition. Um, it's more competitive than it was. Bear in mind, Newcastle, obviously we, our chances now, because Newcastle only get relegated, 
then next season they'll be winning the championship, and then the season after that so we've got to do it now. We've got to take advantage now. Um, and um, if, if they get if they get Mr. Good Good Evening, then you know evening. the fortunes will the fortunes will change. That. But, but he hasn't. He's never played in the championship before. I don't know if he's ready for that. <laughs> fair, fair, have you seen, have you seen that guy's record? Have you seen his record? And I, he and managed this like, other he's shitty side lost for four a while. Games. He's only lost four games a season. He's just drawn everything else. No, are you sure? Go look at that, that record. Anyways, it's it's if, if I watch them, bro, they 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 play well. That I I won't. They let's say they attack. They attack a lot. It's very entertaining to the eye. But they're not getting results. They're not getting results. The results that they should take. Now you're going to get yeah, a new lost, team and you can't... And, and he has not, the, he's not, he has not solved that problem. He's not even close to solving that problem. Now you want to take him and take him to Newcastle. He's going to... It's literally running away from a problem there. He's going to leave it for someone else. Uh, I, I, if <laughs> well, like happens, I, I said, Newcastle like I said, will, will be in big trouble. <laughs> but I mean, also... I mean, yeah... He's got like unfinished Jason business Mitch, in, the, he's, in the La Liga. <laughs> When he leaves Newcastle, he'll go back there and say the same thing. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, Matt. What do you think about Victor Moses? Because Devos saying uh, you know, he's incoming for Spurs. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, a, I've seen a few of those memes bouncing around. Look, I don't think we're we're not in a position where we're going to be able to buy whatever we want. It's even if we had the the Newcastle type money, we've got the. In the same way as Newcastle have the problem. Newcastle has loads of money, but they're going to find it very difficult to attract footballers this season. Especially in a similar situation. We can't guarantee Champions League football. We're, we're certainly by no means, you know, depending how things go between now and January, we might be able to make the case that we're having a strong run for top four. But in all likelihood, that's still going to be very much up in the air. So it'd be nice. I think we do need a bit of strengthening, uh, you know, probably in the midfield more than anywhere else. But the... Reality is he'll he'll come in with a particular plan. I think also he'll spend a bit of time getting to know the squad. I think there's players there that haven't had a chance to really um, shine. Probably I still think there's more to see from Ndombele. I'd like to see. I really would like to see like, him get a get a get a run. run. In. I'm telling you now, Conte's going to come in there and that plays out. Uh, uh, there's no that makes way. Me so sad. That's, he's, that's, he's that's, such that's, a... that's that's. I think Claudio. I think we need to also not be. You don't want to. You don't want to judge a player just because you say he won't uh, work while under Conte. You know what I mean? I think you need to think about players that Conte is ruthless. Conte is You're putting that out into Claudio, the universe. But Claudio, but Claudio, yes, he, he is ruthless, right? Claudio, he is ruthless, <laughs> right? But you also need to look at some of the players that Conte has worked with, right? Where maybe people said that, you know, people said something about Lukaku, that Lukaku was. Um, uh, you know, he he put Lukaku right. You know, he made Lukaku eat certain foods. You know what I mean? Because he could see that Lukaku has got the potential, but he made Lukaku eat the certain foods to help him and get him get him in the right shape and use him effectively. So Dombele's got the, the 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 talent and the skill, right? Um, maybe you just need a manager just to guide him in the right direction. So we must not yeah. just be dismissive of players and say that. But, and say but, that but I, want, gonna... I want to say this. I'm not just being dismissive on the fact that a new manager is coming in. I'm looking at the pattern that's occurred since he's signed for the club. And also, every time it's gotten rocky for him, it seems like his scapegoat is the chairman. And he has the conversation with the chairman. So regardless of whether or not he's performing on the field, if it doesn't go well and the manager's not happy with him, a lot of the time the chairman's gone well, hang on, I've spent a lot of money on this guy. So manager, find a way to make this work. 
And that's, I think, where the odds are, is Marpin in pass. And from what I've seen, and Matt, maybe you can elaborate on this perspective. But he played well under Jose Mourinho, didn't he, Matt? Not consistent. Yeah, he, had, he, had, he wasn't consistent. He had, no, but, yeah, he played, he, he, but, but I'm saying, I'm saying we saw, we saw, we saw him um, doing well under Mourinho. Yes, let's say he played 30 games and he gave us um, 20, um, you know, seven out of tens, and then gave 10, two, uh, two, uh, 10, three, four out of tens. You know what I mean? But he played well. Yeah. You know, I saw, I saw his quality. Yeah. People were, were waxing lyrical about him and saying that this guy needs to be getting more game time. You know, if people are waxing lyrical about a player, that means he's doing something right in the games that he is being afforded an opportunity. So I think that yeah. Claudio, maybe. Maybe you are, you are being a bit unfair on him, um, and I think you, maybe you it seems just... like I got a personal dig on this guy. I've got no personal dig. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just no you, but you just flat out said that uh, you should have just said it would be interesting to see how Dombele does under a country. No, you say no Conte won't say that because I'm looking Conte... at how the managers dealt with players in the past, and if how the same thing has happened, he dealt with players in the past, what I'm saying is the same thing occurs. That's the pattern that's going to happen. How's he, how's he dealt with this with Boss? How, okay, how did he deal with Pogba then? Why was Pogba doing so well un, under him at, at, at Juventus? He's, he's flat out come out. Did you see that interview you had with Terry Henry a while back? It's already what, when he was at Chelsea. Yeah. yeah when he said, if a player doesn't listen to him, he'd rather have a dead player. Yes, that's that's yeah. player thing. yes. So, yeah, so, and that's, so that's, that's the so, statement. That's the sentiment. That's how so, he but I think how, how did Pogba play so well under him? Yeah, I think I think that the the thing with with Ndombele is that he's because you make it seem like why you no no we go ahead there because the no, Pogba but, team, Pogba played how long did he play so well under him how long wasn't Pogba top top ten Ballon d'Or nominee when Juve lost the, the final in the Italy in the uh, boy Italy is different no we, but I'm asking you a question Italy you got freedom you can like you can do things the teams are sitting deeper this is a different scenario this guy you can even argue with you better in Italy bet, because of you, the bet, tempo of the game so I I think I don't agree with this guy I don't agree with look I think Ndombele is one of our most talented players he's shown it there's there's only been flashes of it and I think a big part of it is for the most of the time that he's been at Spurs we haven't played a system that's played to his strengths We've always played a very defensive midfield for most of his time there. Yeah. You saw during the last season when um, Ryan Mason was in charge, there was a few games where he was playing a more attacking midfield. He threw on Dombele, and Dombele on, and I was talking on here about what a difference he makes. He's got those little flashes of genius. He sees a pass that no one can do. I think his his fitness has been a little bit off for the last year or so. That's improved last few yeah. last few games. Um, and I think finding a system where he can be a more attacking force in the midfield Similar, similar kind of situation, opportunity for someone like Deli Ali, who really is being asked to either play as a second striker or as a defensive midfielder most of the time under Mourinho and, and subsequently under Nuno. I think if we can start playing some more sort of attacking mid-style of, of a game, players like Ndombele, players like Deli Ali are going to f- kind of find more space. Um, and, and hopefully, they'll b- both players like that will be able to take the opportunity and really make a difference. If, if Spurs can kind of... They've got a squad that's pretty decent, like, and uh, you know, I don't. I, that's not a controversial thing to say. We're not, we're not a title, we're not the league-winning squad, but we've got a squad that should really be knocking on the door for top four. There's a lot of players in Spurs squad that teams across the top six would gladly take onto their books. Yeah. If we get a manager who can find a system that works, and I've, I have read a lot about this three-five, this three-five-two or three-four-three system that Conte favours that could potentially really work well for Spurs. 
I agree with that. I think that could really work nicely. It will take a bit of getting used to because we haven't played three at the back very often. And when we have, it did we did it a couple of times last season, uh, earlier this season. It looked a bit shambolic because the players obviously weren't used to it. But if they could get their heads mm-hmm. around that, it could really make a difference. Um, and I would, I, I do look forward to seeing some players get a get a better run. I want to see um, Harry Winks back in the squad. I think he's a really impressive. His range of passing is probably the best I've seen out of the Spurs academy in in ages. Um, and and it'd be nice if Harry Kane could find some form, maybe start scoring some goals and not looking like such a sad sack running around the field. Um, but I mean, other than that, I think there's nothing. As much as I was, I, I feel bad for having Nuno got the sack, just because he seems like a really nice guy. I think in footballing terms, this is a, a massive upgrade. Um, it's it's up to oh, the squad yeah, to no take doubt. advantage. Yeah, um, I mean, and individual players so will awful. lose out. That that's always what happens. I think players like this Oliver Skip potentially club, might lose. Matt, like the issue from my perspective, and again, I might say something, and so please contradict me if if you, you think I'm being. Um, <laughs> if I'm being inflammatory with this sort of statement. But the issue with the club is the man who's been pulling triggers left, right, and center. And to this, in this scenario, you know, it seems on paper it's the right decision, but he got it wrong in the first place bringing Nuno in because he couldn't get the deal across the line because of whatever prejudice or bias he had in the first place. And this is the issue with the club. He's, he's hanging 100%. on to the squad that made it to the 2019 Champions League Cup final. League final yeah. Oh, these are still yeah. all beaten. Difference is he hasn't really upgraded or improved it in any shape or form. And now he's hanging on to an asset. We, we can all point that is one of the biggest downfalls to the manager, this new manager. There's no way you shake that off if you don't have the you personality. Can't. So that yeah, manager, well, you know, nice guy, didn't have the personality to come in and tell Kane, oh, he's like, yes, I'm so happy to have Kane. Kane, please play well. Please. Please, Kane. Mm, please. But also, I think- also, also, Kane will... I, I, know it's, I know, yes, we must also respect Nuno, but... but Honestly, I feel that Kane will want to give a bit more for a Conte because Conte has won the Premier League. And that, is, that in the exactly. player's psyche does play a part in saying, listen, this guy has won X amount of Serie A titles. He's won the, the Premier League with Chelsea. You know, he's done well in, in winning league titles. Yes, his Champions League, form is, uh, Champions League performance hasn't been really great, but he's yeah. actually done that. You know what I mean? So he's a play, manager who can maybe help me this season uh, to get to my best again. Uh, World Cup mm. is coming up next, 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 next year, and let me just give it my all, and and see what happens at the end of the season. You know, Spurs could be an FA Cup winner and uh, number five in the league or number four in the league. Something, you know, something can happen. You know, with 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 maybe a new manager just to galvanize them and also put past the the other stuff that that's happened. Yeah, yeah, I think I think. You know, with regards to Levy point, I think this might be the the moment where Paratici as director of football kind of has taken over properly because it was clear that it was still very much him and Levy side by side doing the negotiations during the summer. We ended up with Nuno. Um, it seems from all the reports that it was very much Paratici who got this deal over the line, got contact in. And, and hopefully it's a sign that maybe Levy's going to start doing what he does best, which is kind of running the business side and leaving some of those more footballing decisions to to his director of football. Mm. Um, and I think it's, it is exciting. It's potentially great news. It's, uh, you know, remain to be seen. He's got a very easy run of fixtures coming in. I think out of the, our next six games, the toughest one we've got is probably Everton, who themselves are in a bit of a weird, sticky situation in terms of form. So I think it's a good good run for him to kind of maybe instill some changes. Uh, and I saw today that the, our conference, Europa Conference game on Thursday is actually sold out um, as a result of it. Whether or not that's directly because Conte did it. Maybe he bought all the tickets himself to try and prove a point. I don't know. But um, <laughs> the, the, it's going to be sold out be a, against Vitesse. Yeah. So um, that will be, be interesting. And I think 
yeah, you know, let's see what happens. I'm certainly in a better mood than I thought I'd be after yeah. having lost three notes. I mean, overall, yeah, there was no hangover. And I think it was a swift, that's one thing that was done well. It was swift. And very good quick business. And I suppose the good. biggest question out of this whole sort of conversational topic change is that when Wonga's looking at it, as an Arsenal fan, how do you feel? How do you feel having Conte sitting in the Spurs hot seat? Yeah, look, I mean, it's not, a, it's not what I wanted. Um, <laughs> there will be, there will I, be love the, uh, I love the honesty. Oh, no. Oh, no, he froze. No. He, froze on, when it, he froze as you were saying. It was not, not what I wanted. Oh, and look damn. at the face. Look at the face. I can see. Okay, continue, Wonga. Continue. What's going on there? Yeah. What are you no, so, of course, I mean, you do really want that with your rivals, but... I still think uh, they'll have to do a lot. Uh, and I mean, when I've, I've looked at Conte's teams, he's, he's, he's brought in players before anything really starts to happen. And I think Spurs will need to do the same. Um, I think he's going to really try and manage, really, really manage what he has until he gets to the transfer window. And I, and I think, obviously, him signing the deal, um, he's probably been guaranteed that he'll be able to do what he wants to do in that transfer window. So that's the only thing that worries me. I'll have to see it. Then what happens? It's not far away, um, but yeah, I'll have to wait and see till then. I love how I like Wonga's got these moments. Like when he's talking about Arsenal, he sounds like a madman. When he's talking about like someone else or another club, he sounds very pragmatic and like knows exactly what he's talking about. But um, just for everyone who's watching in the comments or watching us live, just drop in the comments where you think Spurs will land up with Conte now taking over at the end of the season, and if you think that there's a chance for them to win a trophy. Um, Wonga, it is your time now. It's your time. Leicester, I mean, you got yeah. the result. You beat Brendan Rodgers. Everyone talks so much. There's so much noise around Brendan Rodgers, but Arteta did a number over Leicester. Yeah, Arteta and Ramsdale. You know, let's not... This was a, please, a very, please, guys, very good performance please, by guys, Ramsdale. This guy couldn't acknowledge Ramsdale with this court channel. I asked him one question. <laughs> what, you don't make mention of the goalkeeper who made one of the saves of the season. No mention. You just say, trust the process. I'm like... This guy has been saying Leno is the best, but your Ramsdale makes a great save. Zero. Nothing. We've got, we've got, we've got, two, we've got two good keepers in our team. Um, you've got one I good keeper. You've got one well done, um, keeper. Well done Ramsdale. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, he, no, Ramsdale had a good game. He did have a good game. Uh, he is it he reminds you of Pickford? In some shape and or form. Is that what it is? No, no. Pickford is loose, <laughs> man. He's a loose cannon. He was. Um, no, look, Ramsdale, he performed well. Honestly, he did. Um, but obviously, everyone saw that. Um, the saves he pulled off uh, kept us in the game. Um, and just like I told Musa as well, I said, this is you want your keepers to be doing that in, um, in, in certain matches. Um, and again, we kept a clean sheet. Even last week, I remember Claudio was... We Speaking on Tuesday, you're doubting Arsenal's performance, and I told you that we'd definitely beat Leicester come uh, the week, and there we got the result. Um, because and Leicester's always struggled against Arsenal. We've always, I mean, and 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 I wasn't even just looking at um, Arsenal in general, but just the current form, uh, what we've been doing. I, I knew Leicester would definitely struggle against us. Wonga, I don't um, know if you're going to want to hear this, and I mean, you're talking very. I'm enjoying this, and I'm going to let you continue here. But Akil saying Ramsdale. And I'm gonna. I'm asking Silo and Matthew if they share the sentiment. Signing of the season so I far. Think, I think so, guys, because I'll, I'll be one person who 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 was doubting the the signing of Ramsdale for Arsenal. Uh, if you go back to the 
to who you think is a, a bad signing or something like that. Um, I thought he was a bad <laughs> signing at, at 28 million pounds. Um, yeah, Walker likes Ramsdale like Ole likes Van de Beek. That's true, man. Yeah, that's true. Walker likes Ramsdale like Ole likes Van de Beek. I think that's true. You know what I mean? That, Walker can't give credit to the man, but I think he's he's definitely been, uh, one phenomenal. of the one of the top one of the top signings this season, guys. I think definitely he should be pushing Pickford for the number one spot for England now. Yeah, it's look. Not, the, the, let's Sorry, let this this result against Leicester. Look at it. What it is? It's arguably the biggest result of what Arsenal have had this season. You know, yeah. they, they beat a very lackluster Spurs. Um, yeah. But if you think about the this this result, this could potentially be the start, starting point of a, a huge run of form. This is where Arsenal potentially put their stamp on a top four spot. Yeah. It would not have been as convincing. Potentially, they might not even have won it without Ramsdale there. And in that regard, you know. It's been said before, great keepers will win you leagues and stuff. And Liverpool yeah. have, have needed to yeah. change their keeper to, to make a difference. Chelsea have United shown the difference a good keeper means. You know, over the years, United have gone through bad patches where they've had bad keepers and then they've found the right one and it makes such a huge difference. What Arsenal have mm. there, whether or not it lasts season after season, this season, Ramsdale has been the absolute difference for you guys. And, mm. and I think in that nice. regard, you, you got him cheap. Guys, 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 whoa, whoa, listen, listen, listen. Um, and I, I, I will not, like, for me, Leno has been decent. And the thing is, listen, I'll, I'll just listen to everything I have to say first. Leno's been decent. We've had a poor defense, okay? Um, Ramsdale, yes, and he's put on performance. This, like, especially this match, it's purely, purely his performance. There could have been, what, there could have been, like, four or five goals in there um, in that performance. Um, I I would give it the season. You know, I mean, even close towards the end of the season to to look at his whole performance. It is a good run of form that he's on. Um, but knowing the past keepers we've had, Almunia also had a, a stint where, I mean, like a, a part in his career where he was also a good keeper. He was also good for a point in time. No. Never for you lot. He dropped. No, no, no. no. Almunia, yes, he did. He did. No, he, he did. He, he did. Almunia. Like this. Nah. Not like Almunia. this. Listen, nah. listen. Almunia, the you Almunia had a time. Shesny, wait, Shesny also had a time. Then he dropped. Then yeah, Shesny is better than Almunia. At least you can say Shesny, I can understand you saying Shesny had good but, moments. But not Shesny is crazy, bro. No, but Listen, at least he had good moments. I, Almunia, I can Almunia started. Almunia, when, when Almunia started Arsenal, he was, he was a, not, I'm not saying he was a good, like, savage keeper. No, he was decent in goals. And then he dropped. But, but, but I think, I think, Shesny I think what, 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 what I kill says there is very but, important, bro. Um, I saw Ramsdale hit a, a Itubelekuda type pass where he literally hit the ball straight from the hand, you know, like how Itumulin Kuna does it, mm. straight to Abomayang. That I, I, I'd never seen, I'd never seen that before. And for me, that, that's quite impressive because it can set up an attack where your goalkeeper can pass from out of the hand with, with, with their, with their uh, feet um, towards the halfway line and eliminate, I think he eliminated like three or four players in, in, in mm-hmm. just with a touch against Leicester, which yeah. is which, yeah. which is which which is which is something that probably he does that um you know that what's this guy's name can't do. Um Leno Leno, Leno sorry, I even forgot the guy oh, he's competing against <laughs> And, and you know what the other thing is, and I just I do want to read again a kill what Japanese is Never thought Armenia would be used as a positive benchmark for goalkeeping standards. I think that's a fair point there. Very, thank you. Thank do you, you think that's how it works? Do you think when they get to the Arsenal training ground, there's a photo of Almunia and all the goalkeepers are like, be like him, bro? That's the man. <laughs> that's the one. That's, that's the one. I think that's, probably been, that's been the issue. That's probably been the issue with Arsenal. 
Ramsdale, Ramsdale um, definitely on the on the floor better than much better than um, Leno distribution wise. Even not even just the 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 what you'd call it the volleys. It's also off the floor as well uh, as well. Gets the boards the players quickly. Um, I think that's what's yep. good about that. It does. Um, yeah. The only thing I did have a question about was um, his his uh, capability of obviously one on one and that this weekend. Uh, yeah, be honest with you, he he. he, he he stood up to the task, more than stood up to it. Um, wow. And I think, yeah, I think for, for me, the <laughs> High positive... High praise the positive, indeed. The positive with... That, and I've always said this Arsenal team now is, again, we've, con- we, we've changed a few things. We're conceding uh, less goals. Um, the strikers are like a Z and the bombing. There's a different type of energy to them. Something I've always... Uh, Definitely past two, three years, I've always questioned about this Arsenal squad. And it's looking positive now. And I mean, it's, it's, it's Smith Rose always had it. Saka Sina's always had it. Uh, Martinelli's always had it. Um, but um, the only question I had was that that Saka, um, Chambers, I mean, when Chambers came in the squad this year, you that that just gave me, yo, I, was, I was very worried. Let me guess, let me guess as well. Why is Arsenal winning? Because Saka's not starting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but look, look, that's that's not, a, I don't think I don't think people, that's completely inaccurate to be fair. But look, look at Lukong as well. He's made a, he's, I think he's he's also mm. been very good in this team. And the only thing that like, people are asking now, do you trust the process? Shaka Shaka's been starting game week in, week out uh for 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 Arsenal. Now when he comes back from injury, the question is, does he get back into the squad immediately? Um uh based on I mean, Arteta's feelings for him, uh, because the way the team's playing now, I, I can't understand. I can't. I wouldn't see why Shaka wouldn't be on the bench um, and become a start. I wouldn't. See, I wouldn't understand it because the guys definitely proved himself. If we're saying, I mean, the same thing like Ramsdale. Ramsdale's there. Yeah. Leno's a good keeper, but based performances. I mean, on the previous performances, who do you start now? Yeah, That's I mean, if he does, you're right. If he goes and brings Shaka straight back, it's like he doesn't even trust the process. Yeah, then it's, the process yeah, then it's, is showing it's, him that Lukonga should be starting. It's, but, it's yeah. the same thing that you see, like, what's his name? What's that same interview, like, Conte said, it's like, look, if a player is not going to give me what I want, you know, he's what did he say? He said he's he's going to take them out. You know, it's that decision. He'll rather kill he them said, than play them, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Conte are killing said, someone, though. I don't think he does jobs where he has to get blood on his body. What he mentioned, what know. he mentioned to me. His Lego what, hair. It's maybe by nice. poisoning them. I don't know. <laughs> but what he mentioned for me that was important what he said that if if you pretend a problem is not there um, you're going to lose the changing room that was the most important thing I said there. if you pretend the problem is not there and like maybe some things that might be happening at uh, at Man United you'll lose that changing room and the same thing mm. at Arsenal I don't know if it happened at Arsenal but now you've got a shock you've got Lukonga starting I don't know how the atmosphere is there at Arsenal but Lukonga has performed well for me I mean, the whole team together. I think we found close to finding our best 11. And then now Shaka comes back in and he gets in the squad like that. I'll have questions. I don't know about the players themselves, but I'll have questions for sure. Okay. No, I, I don't think... I don't th- but Lukonga is still a young man. He's still 21 years old. I think what does happen is that you can't expect him to start every single game. But I guess, yeah. uh, yes. I guess also you'll start him most... Uh, like a, good, a, a fair share of games, you know, 60-70% of the games. And then and Shaka yeah. can start the other 30-40%, depending on obviously as well 
what do you decide for the makeup? You know, are you doing a four three three? Are you doing a four two three one? Are you is is Partey injured? Is Partey suspended? Is Lukonga injured? Is Lukonga suspended? Then you can decide. You know, there's still Al Nini as well. Al Nini's a workhorse. He's still got good legs on him. Um, so I guess you just have to rotate um, and find your way around it. You know, I think yes, it's it's, it's you guys aren't in the in any European competitions, so you just have to wait for the League Cup and FA Cup to to kind of rotate. But I think Arsenal are doing well, man. I think. Um, we were laughing at Arsenal after losing to the startup team um, the first game, you know. But they've come back, played at Leicester, and beaten at Leicester quite, you know, comprehensively and well, you know. And I got I got beaten by Le- Leicester. You know, it just shows, uh, uh, um, you know, you know how, how, how bad... Exactly, you know, Liverpool could also be, didn't beat the startup team, you know. But it just shows how poorly my team is if if you're, you're beating a team that beat before too, you know. Hey, man, your yeah, team beat my team 3-0, six, so... Guys. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit teams going around here. That's all I can see. We've got shit teams on the show. Talk, yeah, talk, 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 talk about top four. Yeah. We but top hang on, six. hang on, Wonga, Before we, because we've, we've spoken quite a bit now about Arsenal, we still got other games to cover. Overall, I do want to, we kind of downplayed, we spoke obviously about the Ramsdale situation, Shaka, and obviously the issues of the squad. But I did open up this by saying, you know, he got Arteta in particular, got the results over a man like Rogers, who many say should be lined up with the Arsenal job and other, other big clubs. Should we not look at Arteta and actually say maybe we, we give him a little bit of credit? Or where, where's everyone's mind at with all of this right now? Yeah, look, I think for me, I, I agree with that. We should give him a bit more credit. Yeah. Um, obviously, now he's proven that. But I, I just, you see, like the, the decision with Shaka as well, it's, it was a forced one. <laughs> you know, the guy's injured. You can't play him. Um, if you could, I probably, you probably would. But uh, it was a forced decision. Um, the two decisions he made of taking off um, uh, Chambers and Holding, he's done that. You, you went and obviously bought the players as well. So that was obviously a plan in that. Uh, did he do it too late? We don't know. But he, uh, he did make the decision three games in. Um, and so, yeah, I think we could give him credit um, on, on, on that part as well. Because we are playing better with conceding less for sure. So something's mm-hmm. changed. Quick fire this, Lord, yes or no? And then Matt too, yes or no? Yes or no? What? Arteta, should we? Should we? Give him more credit. Oh no! Yeah, no, give him credit. Yes, guys. Yeah, we have to give him credit, guys. He was he wasn't doing well, mm. and now he's turned things around. He's he you know he's in the top eight, um, and they're looking much stronger and and defensively resolute. You know, I think Wonga makes the, the makes that claim all the time and says. You know, after losing five 0 to Man City, we've only considered five goals in six games or something like that. You know, which is which which shows that Arsenal have showed up at the back. Ramsdale, with together with his back back four, have done very well. You know, what I mean, but they still should have lost to Palace. Matt, yeah, same for me. Huge. I think you know, um, as much as it pains me, um, he's had how many managers over the last few years could turn around that depth of bad performance, how far they had fallen and then come back and put themselves into this position. There's still a lot of football to be played. I think um, Akil made the point about Number Arsenal six. traditionally crumbling under pressure. But um, the the fact that he's managed to even put them in this position is huge. I think he does deserve a lot of credit. The process was obviously not as lacklustre as we thought. Um, mm. But yeah, <laughs> so credit, credit to Arteta and Ramsdale too. You know, it's not a one-man <laughs> show. Arteta ain't out there saving the show. Ramsdale, Ramsdale taking hints from Leno there, James. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. This is why Arsenal uh, can't Sam have nice saying, things longer. I'm saying Leicester is one team who can compete with United in terms of defensive lapses and leaking goals. I don't know what you're about that, Phil. Um, okay, gentlemen. The Liverpool-Brighton results. What the hell? 
what quality, like, quality, quality game. Huge quality. for Brighton. Quality game. I think. I think, guys, <laughs> that game just showed just showed um, Graham Potter's uh, talents. You know, in terms of a manager, in terms of yeah. in terms of, I think he definitely needs to. I've I've always said it in terms of they've got a style of play, but I think he can mm-hmm. definitely be a top six manager uh, in a season or two. Um, so yeah, so uh, Brighton did very well um, mm. to, to to get to get a point. They deserve the point. Um, you know, first mm. half they hit the post to the East Basuma, and second half, you know, I've been through some games in the in the first half. You know, I watched a bit of the Palace and and and, and City game. And then I towards the end I watched the Liverpool and Brighton game. That second half I was was a good performance from Brighton. You know, and the, the also, nice thing, a, it... they were saying the nice thing that I saw. Uh, remember when Arsenal played them? Cardi was like, ah, yeah, one nil, one nil Arsenal. And I said, nah, no ways. Now he can see because if we're Thursday, I'm sure he's gonna say we're gonna put three. I promise you, Cardi <laughs> said they're gonna put three or four. That's three or four. Then come anyone, Brighton, come, come, is anyone come noticing Sunday. the change of demeanor? Wonga all of a sudden is this is is out. We need to put the man back in his cage. When's another Arsenal loss coming? Because I can't wait to challenge the man. Hey, but man is happy. Man, man is happy, man. Yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. you gotta enjoy it while you can, you know. So <laughs> it, can, it can disappear so fast, mate. But, uh, it's but not um, look, fair play to Brighton, though. It's the first time a side has gone two down at Liverpool and not lost since 2016. Um, and great team performance. They really dug it out. I think, like you said, Potter showed his class. I think, to a certain extent, Liverpool maybe switched off as well. I think there was mm. there was an element yeah. of maybe thinking the job was done, um, and 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 maybe in a way this is almost a good thing. Give them a bit of a kick up the bum, remind them not to take their foot off the pedal. Remember, Liverpool have been a bit guilty of that in the past. Mm. You've spoken about it before, Claudio. There's at times mm. where they go through this like a run of form where they get a bit complacent. And they usually need a bit of a shock to get back. So maybe this is just that little kind of, you know, just a bump in the road yeah. before you actually hit a deer. So that's all right. Yeah, Henderson and Mane scored for for Liverpool, uh, Wanga. But but um, sorry, I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask you about about Konate's performance. Um, I think this game, I don't want to see was left exposed, but I found him in positions where he shouldn't have been, and I think that was the false nine. Um, strategy that, that that Brighton were using, so he'd be mm. caught in the midfield a bit, right? But that's because now maybe like a Trossard was the false nine, and he pulls him, and then he gets he leaves um, Van Dijk exposed alone. There was a couple of times when it happened where 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 I think you know he left him exposed. That's when um, Bisuma hit the post, um, and 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 other times as well during the game where, where he was left exposed. What, what do you think of his performance? I think uh, spot on to that but, uh, in terms of saying, you know, he is, I've mentioned this in the, the game against Man United. Um, he, his naivety kind of shone through a little bit. He gets sucked into positions because he really wants to perform well. And I think he's not, obviously, he lacks the experience in terms of being able to read the game. He's very heavily dependent on his physique because uh, he can, he can get around the park. So he's, he's not necessarily thinking ahead. So he'll find himself in a situation and he'll be like, oh, I've got the pace to get out of this. And yeah. then he'll, and I think that was the difference in the weekend. And this is where he got caught out with the players around him were one step ahead of him and his pace wasn't good enough. And also to be fair, he wasn't helped out by the midfield. We had a couple of changes in the midfield. Obviously him coming in the center back next to Van Dijk sometimes is not enough. Van Dijk isn't, I mean, he's getting there. He's getting he's there. Not 100%, he's not 100%. He's not 100%. Yeah. 
And then you've got, I'd like, you know, I've, I've drummed this, I beat this drum constantly. Fabinho's a huge miss. And when you've got Henderson, Henderson can do the job, but Henderson is more effective next to Fabinho because he brings the energy. And when he's not bringing the energy, you're super reliant on the other two next to him to do that. And with the Curtis Jones, who's an attacking sort of flair player, you know, he can press, but it's not natural to him. And then you've got Chamberlain, who also wants to be in the sort of further up the pitch. Checking. So defending is not natural to him. And I mean, Keita is the right player to be there. But again, the old bones got injured and that also was disruptive. But, you know, they caught up with him again. Caught, man, the guy's done at Liverpool. Like, he's a fantastic player and I th- he's had brilliant moments, but he can't finish 19 minutes. It's just impossible. And I think he's, his football age has caught up to him, to be honest. I definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because I've, that, that's the one player I've been keep saying, like, you know, give him a chance, give him a chance. I mean, look, mm-hmm. right now, Liverpool's going to get criticized for the fact that they didn't bring in a player after getting rid of Van Holden. They did that at centre-back, and look how that cost them. Now we've got Fabinho out, we've got Van Haldem out, we've got now Keita out. Again, now we've got Elliot, who was meant to fill the void, the youngster oh, yes, who broke the leg. Yes. So now all of a sudden, four centre midfielders are out, and why they didn't go sign so a is, player? When is, when is Terrell coming back? Terrell yeah, should be on the cusp, but I mean, he's been does, up for a long does time. He, does he still play for Liverpool? I, I, look, don't, I, I keep forgetting know. he's there, to be honest. I forget <laughs> he's there. So what? what? <laughs> 50, 50, 50 thumbs up in a game and no assist. Hey, bro, the bargain. The bargain, man. Hey, got him for a bargain now. You know, this is, this is, look, we, we, we talked about this last season. Remember, Liverpool had, a, had an injury crisis last season. Um, they, they, they weathered it. They, they struggled. They weathered it a bit. But it, what it did do, it dented their ambitions severely. And yeah. Yeah. It's, they're a squad who should be challenging for the title. And yeah. they sort of seem potentially going into what happened last season where they went from a side challenging for the title to a side challenging for top four. And this season may be worse than last season. You can't afford to drop off because Chelsea are going to keep pushing the pace. City mm. are just relentless. Um, obviously, they drop points this weekend, but they're going to keep going like they always do. So Liverpool can't really afford another wobble. And if they're losing their midfield on mass... and Henderson, and don't get me wrong, I know he's a legend for you guys and he's fantastic. He's, he's not the player he was just two years ago. And he, you know, he used to be, I mean, you know, you're, you're, he, he could carry the midfield on his own for quite a while. He was, he was, that, he was that character, he, he, you know, all action. Yeah, I just don't know that he can do that. He can't really do that anymore, like you said, without Fabinho by the side, it's, it's suddenly a challenge. And I think that's potentially Liverpool are in, and, and bear in mind, they've still got a difficult, difficult January, February to navigate. Once they, so they, they've got some tough decisions to make January. Do they reinforce <laughs> up front where they're going to be losing, losing players to the, to the AFCON? Are they going to reinforce a midfield where they're losing players to the treatment room? So they're going to have to, they're going to have to dig deep and really find a way through. Um, because it is, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's kind deep. of this period where their, 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 their league challenge potentially falls away. And then like last season, you're just playing for top four, playing to have another crack at it next season, which probably isn't what Liverpool would have mm. wanted at the moment. And then Arsenal yeah. biting at your heels, you know, you don't need that in your life. <laughs> and you don't want <laughs> you to don't, you don't, you don't, yeah, we'll be there. Be there. Be there. Uh, <laughs> ah, it's the truth. Come, Liverpool come, come, could uh, look longer if you guys don't use them enough. That's why that's why Arsenal, that's why Arsenal, who scored? Who scored again? Mane Salah every week, guys. Am I exaggerating? Every week. Endo, Mane. So, no, but, but no, he's saying he says either Mane or Salah score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got to open. Everyone's One opened up for Henderson. So let's also... And okay, the Henderson assistant is like, Salah. Henderson is like once in a while. Like, he's going to score next year again. Or next year. <laughs> next, two years from now. He's going to get the goals like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey Nick, have they hey. announced it? Is it official? Hey. King of the North is, is 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 back up and running. Load shedding is done for him, and now the first thing he says is good evening. <laughs> but 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 uh, but uh, but uh, what's this? Um, I, I I like what Akil is saying in terms of Bisuma. Obviously, we know that Bisuma is facing some um, allegations and so on and so forth. So that was probably his first start um, since since the allegations came about, and and he had a great game in that first game and in, in, in that first half, especially. Um, and yeah, you know, I think he. Let's see what happens with these issues. Um, if he is guilt, uh, non, if he's not guilty, then obviously I think he does have some. Um, he could definitely go to a top six club uh, uh, next season. Yeah, look, just to just to bring it back, uh, less off the field, back onto the field from the Brighton sort of Liverpool perspective. I do think it was a combination of two things. You've got a team that are punching above their weight right now. You've got a, another team that kind of underestimated this this sort of team packing a, a punch that people seem to forget. Um, and yeah, it was that. I mean, they gave early warning signs, Brighton did, and then Liverpool yeah. casually took the lead and they thought, oh, this was going to be another easy one. And Brighton showed real character. So I think, and again, Graham Potter showed improving his worth, which is also why I actually threw his name into the ring for the Spurs job, because ideally, long-term, that's kind of the manager that Spurs would want, attacking sort of football, English manager, possibly bringing in younger talent. So that's someone there from that perspective. Um, I think Liverpool... All it is, it's like Matt's already touched on, it's a nice reminder. We do have Elliptical coming up in the Champions League. And, you know, maybe that's exactly what we needed, just to going, listen, you can't yeah. afford to do that a at reminder, home against yeah. a side like Elliptical. So, you know, it's not ideal for the league and the points and giving Chelsea the edge. Psychologically, it is a bit of a blow because you don't want to be, especially when you've got other players. This is also the testament to the squad and seeing the squad depth. Everyone talks about Liverpool and the squad depth. And it's not just whether or not a player is talented when they come and step into the eleven, because these players are talented. It's whether or not they got the mental strength. And I think that's maybe one of the things where you don't want to be losing out on. So, yeah, let's see what happens from that perspective. But again, gents, I know we've touched on United. We've touched on Spurs. But let's unpack the game and as to, like, why it was successful for an Ole and also how he pulled the rabbit out of the hat again. I mean, is this the way forward? Is is it the way forward? I think think we need to just... um, So... There's the match in itself, right? And then there's the part now where Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, played now a back, a back five, right? Basically, he played a 5-3-2, right? Yes, yeah. That's what I now, saying. the question around it is you've signed certain players. You've got certain players on your books. If you're going to continue with this lineup, certain players are not going to be happy. You know, you've got Cavani, Ronald, Ronaldo, Rashford, Greenwood, Martial, Sancho, mm-hmm. um, and then let's say, let's say, let's say, and then, and then, yeah, I'll say six players, right? And if you're going to use those two positions going forward, um, like a five-three-two, where are these six players going to play? You know, what I mean, I think you need to ask yourself uh, that, that that question as as a manager. Uh, you could revert to a three-four-three, where at least you still have the wingers and have a central striker. So if the central striker is Cavani or or, or, or Ronaldo, then you can do that. But then on the right and the left, you can at least still give the other guys an opportunity. So let's see what happens with, with that dynamic. But listen, guys, to be all, to be honest, Spurs are in sham- we're in shambles. Um, yeah. You know, guys, we need to also remember that Man United might have played well, but also Spurs weren't great. So there's the yes. two together that paired quite nicely. You know, I think if we played like a, um, you know, um, a Liverpool or a Chelsea or or a, or a Man City or even a West Ham. Um, 
Or even in Arsenal, yes. Or even in Arsenal, because Arsenal's on form right now. So even in Arsenal, would have had more difficulties, uh, you know. Uh, but mm. but Spurs, uh, in that mm. current state that they were on 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 Saturday, weren't weren't really much of a, a challenge. Um, they didn't get a shot on target. Um, David De Gea had his quietest game um, this season. Yeah. You know, he's been man of the match in so many games, even though we concede so many goals. But he's been man of the match. This game, he had didn't have to be, do anything, you know. Mm. Um, so which is which 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 was good. Um, I'd like to let's see let's see what he does tonight at 10 p.m. Um, in terms of starting lineup, uh, I'll be interested to see and how that plays. Um, and you know, man, I think Solskjaer is, is the like, likeliest man and likeliest manager in the world, guys. He forever gets another chance, another glimmer of hope. Right now, the big thing is no coaches available that probably will 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 be keen to come in. I don't know where, what Zidane's um, thinking is, but um... yeah, let's let's at the end of the day. Uh, we back Man United. Uh, whoever whoever the manager is, we have to back Man United. We don't. We never wish our team to lose. You know. Uh, ah. I mean, you're saying that now. You were. <laughs> no, don't forget. But don't. But don't forget. Don't forget. Don't. Forget, but don't forget, guys. Man United must win, but Ole must get sacked. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know. Um, so, so, so this weekend, so, so, it's the only time I saw Man United fans win and not be happy. Like there was not. Uh, guys, my brother was saying. The same thing on his side. He said, Man United fans that is also in a group said all the Man United fans are bleak. It's mixed emotions, guys. This guy was supposed to leave, was supposed to be fired, but he's still in the job. So, what, what must you do on Saturday? Just do this and not watch the game. You know what I mean? I was at home, yeah. you know. I had hoped I had hoped I would be out in the streets not to watch the game, guys. I hope I was out in the streets. It was three just, nil. Just, it's just, just my drumming. friends didn't come together for me to 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 be out and about on Saturday, and I end up watching the whole game. And mm. I was happy to see um, the link up between Bruno, um, uh, Ronaldo, and and Cavani was was great to see. Yeah, look, it was it was a good performance from, like you said, not not against a great Spurs. It was weird because I thought the uh, the first sort of fifteen minutes or so. Both sides kind of looked equally crap. Like they, yes. they sort of both had sort of interesting moments in midfield and then nothing in the final third. And yeah. there were periods where Spurs looked the more dominant for about five minutes. Not that either side were creating much. In those first 15, 20 minutes, it was very kind of um, just not impressive all round. Um, mm-hmm. And then when United scored, Spurs just completely fell apart. It was like the, 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 the confidence was gone and it's happened time and time again this season. I think finally that was probably what, what did it in for Nuno was that when we went behind, there was never, ever a kind of response. It was just kind yeah. of collapsed. After yeah. the second goal, I actually stopped watching. It was, there was, Spurs were doing nothing. They were really kind of reactive, really slow. The, the sluggishness in midfield was back. You know, everything that's been going wrong over the season that I was talking about. Um, and I think, in any, if anything, the three 0 was really more more done for United by Spurs than by United. I think the 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 Dyer playing bang Cavani on side for the second goal. He was way out of position. He was you know, sort of three yards behind the rest of the defensive line, and that's really you know in a, in a normal defensive line, there's no way a player that age should be outrunning the whole Spurs back line. It just wouldn't happen. So I think that's that's kind of the <laughs> that's a big factor. Oh, in, tough, in, bro. Tough times. But and, and I think but, you know and 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 like Celo, I'm now in this mixed mixed emotional state because losing three 0 is never nice. It was a cuck feeling. I did not enjoy it at all. But then, you know, now now it's it's brought about all this change and it's sort of there's an opportunity for something good to have come of it. You know, um, and it's sort of it, it's a weird one because if we had somehow won the game, if it had gone the other way and we'd scrambled a, a dirty three 0 win, 
we wouldn't have got rid of Nuno, but we'd be in the same position where we've got kind of lacklustre management, not quite pulling it off. Um, and, you know, that that's for... So I, I see what Sello's saying. It's kind of like they... You're always going to be happy when you win a game. It's never, never, never a horrible thing to keep a clean sheet and score three goals. Um, but it just means that the cycle continues at United. It's the same thing again and again and again. He has yeah, a bad yeah. game. Everyone's like, this is it. He's finally going to go. Then he pulls this one out. Same with Apple again. I'm sure they'll do well in Europe tonight and then have a crap one against City. And then, you know, we'll, we'll be having this exact same discussion until he eventually, like I said, dances on all of our graves. And you know, it won't even be a good dance. It'll be some weird off time shuffle of his feet. It's just the whole thing's going to be disappointing. <laughs> guys, guys did, 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 we, did, we, did we look at Mr. Good Evening and what he said about, about, about uh, Emery? He was no, saying that he did, uh, he did some research, yeah. did some research on, on, oh, yeah, Good Evening uh, rumors. Uh, the man is very excited, man. I think uh, Nick, 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 Nick uh, looks at it, manage it differently when he's linked to his club. But when he was linked, when he was at Arsenal, he's like, "Yo, that guy's rubbish. What a crap manager!" But now he's like, "No, but oh. I think, I think, look, going from Steve Bruce to being linked to the man. He, I mean, to his point, the guy wasn't a Europa League final win last he's, were... he's Mr. He's Mr. He is Mr. Europa League, don't forget as well, eh? Yeah, Mr. Yes, league. no yeah, doubt, 100%. Mr. Europa League. So that's at least something. And then also he did manage, not really well in my opinion, but he did manage and also points out to one of his flaws. But he was at a club like PSG. So for, for Nick being linked with a guy like that who possibly does want to go to Newcastle is quite exciting because we know Conte said flat out no. So at least he's getting something there. And that is saying something because Conte said yes to Spurs. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Newcastle got a long way to go. Money don't get yeah, you everything, fair. you know. So you can't get you everything. Yeah, can't get you Conte. Yeah, true, true. You can't even true, have the true. same reputation as Spurs. There's a lot of time. To st- there's a lot of work to still do. James, I, I want to talk about this game briefly before we end the show. It's the Aston Villa West Ham as well. Four one, brother. Is it four one? Yeah, four one. Only one can yeah. score a goal. Oh, yeah, it was. Edmund, yeah, it was, yeah. Edmund. why aren't you, Silo, Why aren't you doing this properly then? You've got you've got this right in front of you. you what you're going to wait for it to come up and then say it's poorly done. This man. Oh, guys. <laughs> yes, carry on, carry on, carry on. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> any, the, the only thing I want to highlight here, though, is from a West Ham perspective, David Moyes is getting the results, doing well. Realistically, I mean, on paper, anyway, they are in a shot for a top four finish. Yeah, it must just be- like last season. Just like last season, I mean, should he not be like being linked with the return back to Old Trafford? Would who should have been? So, if he hadn't had the Man United job, he'd be getting touted for the Man United job now. Exactly. If he hadn't already had it, everyone would be saying he should be at United. Oh, Even right. some would be sitting here like, man, yeah, we've had, we love us a Scottish manager. He should be up there. What's he doing at West Ham? No, 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 no. But now because they've <laughs> already <laughs> had that. They've, yeah, anyway. They already yeah. ordered that pizza. They did not like, like the topping. They're like, no. Nope. We, we're, <laughs> we're going to a European <laughs> now. We want... We want no, man, guys. We want Sudan or no one. No, like... Like... Oh, like you No... Hey, man, it's, 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 hey, yeah, hey, guys, Pum's always asked this question, bruh. Claudio, please answer, man. He's always asked the same question. Where is West Ham Rich? Where is West Ham Rich? Oh, does he mean the dude? I thought he, he was asking, like, like, rich as in a, a financial state. I was no, like, they're like, always, I don't understand what he's like, means. He's like, he's like, where's West Ham Rich? And Claudio, he's asked this for the second time. You need he's, to he's been transferred. And a question, where is West Ham Rich? You've got to ask Nick, because Nick is, Nick was the scout for Rich. 
or as rich as Scout, right? No? I think the correct term is agent. Agent? Agent. Well, he was a scout for Goal Lounge oh, and then acted yes. as an agent. So, yeah. Oh, I, I don't see. know if he can do both. Yeah. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, but, 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 I've, but I've been seeing he's been waxing lyrical about his team. He's happy. They're doing well in Europa League, number one in their um, mm. group, three out of three. Um, and yeah, yeah, man. So, they do, they're doing very well. Um, Declan Rice is doing well. They, they play quite well. Ben Rama, uh, Fornals, Bowen, all of them are jamming. Uh, probably something he would say. Um, you know, he would use the word jamming. Um, I don't use that word, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. It's <laughs> a good <laughs> word, you know. I mean, look, uh, Silo, you weren't the only one partying this weekend with another uh, squad member. So just in case everyone missed it, Silo was out with Mosa on the weekend. Am I right there, Silo? And, yes, I was out with Mosa and uh, one of our, our, our viewers, Marcus. So I was with Marcus and... Uh, also, why Mosa is he not watching the show anymore? Did you ask him that question? I didn't ask him. Um, yeah, so I was with him. Uh, bumped into some old mates that I used to play with. Um, I bumped into Grant as well, Claudio. Um, oh, nice. After they won the MT8 final, and uh, who else did I see? Yeah, uh, Kaiso. So did you get him on the show? No, I didn't talk to him about the show, man. I was talking about alcohol, man. Come on. Uh, <laughs> we're celebrating his, his win, you know. What I mean, the MT8 win, but but yeah, no, I'll have it. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try have a chat with him. Okay, good. Yeah, so anyway, um, from my side, Nick and I were at a wedding in Ermelo. It was oh, quite nice. nice. Yeah, we were both at the bar quite often. And uh, I was the MC, and Nick took over when I was catching the the thing. What is the thing that you catch? Christ. I don't know what to call that. Nick, the, the English thing. It's an English word. I thought Matt There we go. <laughs> hey, yes, Matt knows these things. Yeah, is I, I knew the word, but I've never seen this as a hand signal for it. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with it? In an, like, it's only that's, that's not even how you would take it off. I caught it like that, boy. Nick cracked one or two jokes while that was taking place and he was quite disappointed that no one laughed at it. But to be fair, I think everyone had to <laughs> No one was listening by the time he had said whatever it is that he had said. Yeah, but yeah, it was good fun. It was good fun. Anyway, gentlemen, final thoughts. I know Pums is still touching on the fact that uh, Weston are playing some good footy. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to elaborate on the fact that maybe this is finally the time where they are being well run and they aren't swearing at their owners. No, I, I think, yeah, no, speak, speak. Um, um, what's this, Matt? You were saying something? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's an interesting season. Um, I think that there's the competition for top four is, is stronger than it's been. And you're seeing some kind of underdogs kind of going for it. West Ham, Arsenal, um, you know, the, the ones you wouldn't necessarily expect to be challenging for top four. And I think, I do think if I had to put money on it, I think I'd back West Ham more than Arsenal at the moment. Just not because, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but at the same time, at the same time, they've, they, they have been here before. And they've, I would say, I think West Ham might have a slightly better squad depth than Arsenal. You know, obviously Arsenal have quite a lot of goalkeepers they can turn to, but in other <laughs> positions, you know, for example, you guys are one injury away from having Xhaka in the centre of midfield. Again, 100%. West Ham don't have West Ham ha- have have a bit more depth, a bit more kind of a bit more. They're a bit more sensible, Reliable. a bit more streetwise. Reliable. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and we're so, one so also think, away from Chambers and Holding. Yeah, yeah. So I think from a depth perspective, West Ham West Ham edge it, um, and I think. You know, West Ham, they, they just, they just, and it annoys me as well because also I don't love West Ham, but mm. they do look a solid team. And Moyes, I got to be happy for Moyes because Moyes, 
Everton, he was always this manager. He did his job. They never really achieved much. Everyone was like, oh, he's a nice enough guy. Maybe he could do more at a bigger side. Then he went to United and got horribly embarrassed. And he's come back to at West Ham and he's rebuilt his, his kind of reputation. He's also changed the way he plays football. The way West Ham plays is very different to the way United played under Moyes. And I think mm. that's 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 really nice to see. And it's really it's also they've got, they've got some solid characters in the squad. Look at guys like Declan Rice and that. They're just they're they're a solid bunch of ballers who really know how to play. And they yeah. they do deserve to 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 have a good season. Whether or not mm. that will finish top four, I don't know because it's the competition's tight up there. But if United United never you never know they could pull off a top four. Devin Moyes is reminding me of what he was at Everton, just more confident. And I think that yeah, that and, and well. better players. I think I think he's got better, better players at his disposal now than although he had some. Solid players had Fellaini. At Everton. Did you imagine he had Fellaini that at West Ham? I think. I Why think doesn't he? Why hasn't he bought Fellaini yet? Fellaini no, actually retired. No, Suchik, Suchik is his is his Fellaini guys. Yeah, maybe. Suchik is his Fellaini. Better with the, better with the ball in his feet. Do you think exactly. at practice Moyes makes him wear a wig, like a big? He <laughs> 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 probably does. I think, no, I think Moyes walks around with that during training. I think that's his, <laughs> he just pulls thing. it out when he's feeling a bit nervous. Well, look, it was like Halloween. What do, you think, what do you think he went to Halloween party as, Fellaini? <laughs> and then Fellaini <laughs> went as Moyes. <laughs> update, uh, an update on, on Chelsea's, Chelsea's Champions League game. Chelsea's uh, currently drawing 0-0 with, with uh, Malmo. Malmo from Sweden. So 0-0 at halftime. <laughs> Nick makes a good point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next but bear in mind, that. we're talking here about future Premier League winners in Newcastle. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeff, also, I know it's Champions League time and we've we got to get going, but we didn't really. And Pums, I'm so sorry, dude, but for some reason, whenever Moss is not on the show, so again, please steer any anger towards him because whenever he's not here, we actually don't touch on Chelsea and they decide leading the log at the moment. So I don't know if anyone nah. wants to comment on the Chelsea-Newcastle results. Maybe it's because we all thought it was a formality. I think Chelsea have gotten boring. Is it just me? Or no, now that they're all you. sensible, they're all sensible and they do the job. Mm. They, they, yeah. they, you know, Chelsea, they, they were fun. I mean, they were a bit crazy and like Diego Costa Chelsea, you know, like yeah. they might win a game, <laughs> they might set fire to the stadium and start a revolt. You just mm. didn't know. And mm. now it's all like, oh, they're going to win. Meh. Like I just can't, I can't feel well, anything. It's boring. It's, bo- it's boring. You know, I mean, you watch their games and you're like, ah, oh, this, oh, this is so predictable. They're just going to pass yeah. the ball from the left to the right and then they're going to pass left to right. Overlap and the fullbacks. Overlap the fullbacks and overcrowd. And then Reese James now is the one benefiting, you know, and he scored some, hey, yeah. some well taken goals, some two well taken goals. Well, it's a hunt, by the way. Yeah. Bring him into your team. Oh, he's a player. He's, he's, yeah, got, yeah. he's got some skills. But there's no, I don't know. There's just, it just feels so. Like even Tushu doesn't look. He's not the kind of manager who gets all that. It's just no, he doesn't. But he's very yeah. He's precise, man. He knows what he's doing. He's well spoken. He's calculated. Calculated. Like you just know in his little notebook, he's writing in full sentences. You know. Yeah. It's not bullet points. It's and then (laughs) he reads that half time. No, not even post match. He already knows what he's going to say to the Mm. whatever question. Correcting his own spelling and stuff. Ah. That's exactly the type of guy he is. Yeah. But you know, credit to to Morsa by the way, because Morsa last season was saying. And obviously, this just shows the man that's playing, showing, seeing a player week in, week out, seeing Reese James going, this guy is on par, if not better. I actually think his words were, he's better than a Trent. And um, look at the return. Current form. The, current form. And also, what I'm going to say about Trent is, and, I, what, and I've always criticized Trent for this defensively, the man's not great. He's like an 8-9 going forward, but he's like a 4 in the, in the defensive department. And I think maybe that's where Reese possibly... He's better defensively. 
Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. better. He's better. Def- he's better defensively. Definitely, I think he's he's got a bit of. Uh, there's been a. I can't remember. There was a game where he even played right center back. You know, so I think that in itself shows he's a bit more. You know, defensively sound um, than than Trent. You know, I think yes, Trent has a great delivery on him. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tim, we but... lost longer. We we don't we don't speak about Arsenal, and the man just puts himself on mute. Yeah. Look at him. No, I'm listening to you guys. Yeah. I'm just going to discuss why you guys are speaking here. Bro, he's, he, hates, he, hates, he hates us talking about other London teams, especially, guys. He's been... Yeah, because talking teams. about like, Chelsea yeah. makes him remember that although he's happy, they're still like... Yeah. what they, they, they still might finish fourth. Chelsea yeah. on top of the league, boring us all to death with their precision. You know, Arsenal's <laughs> trust process has got them maybe, maybe challenging. Maybe top fourth. Four. Maybe, you know, challenging, maybe, yeah. maybe challenging. Yeah. And then yeah. just to lose out to West Ham at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Let's uh, final thoughts. Let's wrap the show up. What do you guys have for us? For the people listening. Oh, man. I'm interested to see my team. Um, obviously, now that uh, the clock has been turned an hour back means I'm going to be sleeping at midnight watching Champions League games, uh, which is going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 see what happens in the Champions League tonight for my team. Um, and then yeah, and looking forward to 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 some 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 good matches in the Champions League. You know, I'm um, keen to see how Conte does. I think it's uh, you know he, he he took charge today. Apparently, apparently he did spend some time with the players. Um, and no, obviously, first I'm game. Manager of your team, you don't play well. I kill you. So I, I I saw an instinct. So you know, obviously Conte has has recovered his hairline. Yes, yes he has. Um, yes, I've seen a lot of Good theories job, the about how Spurs could undo that. You know, and and <laughs> we could be the club driving bald again. So you know, I'm oh, I'm sort of keen to see how that plays out. I think there could be some interesting timeline of photograph photographic evidence of that. So let's see how that goes. Longer. Yeah, I don't know who said this. I heard Luke here, but uh, I think it was I think it was Akio when he said um, if Man City lose the derby and Arsenal beat Watford, and then I can't remember there was another there was another match there, but he said Arsenal end up they will all end up on the same points. Man United, Arsenal, and Man City will end up on the same. A lot points. of ifs there, mate. A lot so, of ifs. Arsenal will beat Watford. Every Thursday, pre-match Muti, the man's been saying Liverpool must drop points, Man City must drop, everyone above Arsenal must drop points. And I don't know what you're doing, Wonga, but it seems to be working. So these ifs, you're throwing bones. No, I've been, look, look, Arsenal will beat Watford. <laughs> I just don't know if Man City will beat, uh, if, if Man United will beat Man City. Uh, but yeah. If, if, if Depends, if Man United uh, lose tonight, they'll beat City. That's the... Uh. Hey, Arsenal for fifth place. That's what you're going for next. We've come to six. I told you guys, we can't be climbing. Tottenham's gone. I don't know where they are anymore. We're coming now. Next, Man United down. Coming. Look, mate, coming. We'll see how the end oh, of the season That bet's still running, by the way. That bet's still no. running. No? If Which Spurs one? beat Arsenal, Wonga's got to beat his hair. Is that Does it carry on? Because we did yeah. play. Is, oh, is, it a, is it a continuous thing? Full season. He said full <laughs> season. Right? Now you see Kante coming and now you're changing things. Where's Nuno? Where's Nuno? It wasn't just Nuno. You said Spurs this season. We had nothing to do with managers coming in, coming and going. Okay. It's true. You didn't, you okay. didn't really specify your T's and C's, Wonga. I don't remember reading a contract, let alone signing one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it sounds like you're a bit scared now. 
You're not as confident when we, when we throw content in the mix, huh? Yeah, he's a bit this like... could change. <laughs> Things are going to change come January. We, we're not going to be buying and spending. They're, they're going to be buying and spending. They haven't put out a single bid. Right, we'll see. But you guys spend 130 million. What could you need to spend in January? Yeah, you, you spend so much, eh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly my point. We're not going to be buying anything. That's what I said. But you shouldn't need to. Spend 130 million in, in the summer and then go, Oh, but we didn't yeah, spend in January. Things. That's why we, I, that's what I'm saying. We're not going to be buying anything. What we have is what we have. But <laughs> you guys, five minutes ago, that was good enough for top four. Now, because yeah. your hair's on the line, yeah, beating, <laughs> beating Tottenham, beating Tottenham, uh, he's not going to He's feeling the pain, he's feeling the heat. On that note, it's about that time. So, if you don't know what to be, be cool. Oh, wait, cool. I did forget, I forgot all the other stuff. That was very good, Silo. You're going to do it again, so it means you're going to do it better. Everybody else, uh, if you haven't joined our Discord channel, please feel free to do that. If you haven't liked, subscribed, do the right thing. Just do the right thing. And also, tell a friend. I said we are 240 subscribers on YouTube. We've got more followers other places. But get more people involved, German, so we can grow the conversation. Am I right, Silo? You normally do this better than I do. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. I, I, I do a great pitch when I'm out and about having a drink. That's when I just... Oh, you don't, you don't recruit didn't do actual... it this weekend. Yeah, you just did. Yeah, just not this weekend. <laughs> I know, this weekend, my, my focus was, was on other things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, if you don't know what to be, fun, thanks, Sam. Be cool, be cool, be cool. Be uh, thanks cool, a lot, cool. everyone. Cheers, cheers, guys. <laughs>